Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming your program author, Kurt J. Bertels, and he is the author of The Story of Trunks Malou. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. Kurt, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I'm a father of two, first and foremost. I've got two wonderful boys, and I was—I spent many years working as a ranger in South Africa's Kruger National Park, actually. And that was where the story of Trunks Malou comes about. It's a combination of my sort of older life as a ranger and my new life as a dad. So tell us about your book. It's a wonderful children's book, which introduces us to the wonderful world of Trunks Malou. It introduces us to Trunks Malou and his friends that live in the savannah. And it takes us on a journey, a journey of discovery, a journey of learning of teaching, of how to live better and be kind. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here? The book is written for younger children, children aged sort of between two and eight years old, boys and girls alike. There's no demographic that's spared. It is for children that enjoy nature, that want to learn about nature, that enjoy animals, that want to learn about animals. It's a book that teaches the younger audience some of the lesser known animals that live in the savannah. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? Yeah, the underlying theme or the main message that runs through is that everyone is important. All the animals have a role to play. All the animals are connected, that they all work together. There's no one that's bigger or smaller that's more or less important. Everyone works together as a team, and that's what makes it work. So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? It is that we are all, in fact, connected. None of us are standalone. We all live together. We all work together. And this book shows that quite nicely to the reader. It shows how the big animals and the small animals and everyone in between all work and live together and look after each other in a sense, that none of us are standalone, that we all need each other, and that it's important that we all work together. Now, if you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? I think the closest book that it would be compared to would be Detective Dog Nell by Julia Donaldson. The rhyming couples are very similar. The style of writing is very similar. It's a story that follows a path. It starts at point A, it ends at point B, and there's a lot of information and a journey on the way, if you will. There's a lot of discovery along the way. So why did you decide to write a children's book? That happened actually more by mistake than anything else. I certainly didn't set out to. It wasn't a goal of mine. I had these messages I was trying to communicate to my children, and at the same time I was reading you know, several books to them every night, and I kind of thought, hang on, they seem to be listening more to the stories and to the books that I'm reading than to the lessons that I'm teaching them. So the idea sort of struck me, hang on a second, what if I put some of these lessons into a book? And that's really where it started, more than a goal that I'd set out to do. So tell us about some of the characters in the book. Okay, so the main character is Trunks Malou, and we know about him. He's the big, strong elephant that leads the show, and it does really follow him as he goes around. But some of the smaller characters, like in the story of Trunks Malou, you've got Bushbuck and Dung Beetle are the sort of secondary characters, if you will. Both of them fascinating characters. Both of them have a very interesting role to play within the book, where you have the Bushbuck, who's the eternal optimist. He's the forgiving type. He's willing to try again. He's willing to get stuck in and see what happens. 
And you've got Dung Beetle, who, even though he was quite badly slighted at the beginning, is very much a hardworking kind of guy. He gets it done. It doesn't really matter. You know, all the fuss and the noise going on around him, he's quite keen and quite prepared just to get stuck in and finish the jobs that need to be done. Do you have a favorite character? And if so, why? It has to be Trunks Malou. I always think if these are the lessons that I'm trying to teach my children, Trunks Malou would effectively be me. I quite like him. He's a good kid. He had to learn the hard way that his way wasn't necessarily the right way. He needed to adjust. He needed to figure out that he needs to communicate with all the different animals in a different way. And I like him for that. I like that he's managed to change his ways. So why did you decide to write a children's book? So again, that was really more happenstance than it was a decision. It was just the best way that I could think to get the message across to children. It wasn't certainly not something I'd planned on ever doing. Now that I've done it, I absolutely love it. I enjoy the process. I enjoy the characters. I enjoy the illustrations. It's all just good, but it, it really was more just the easiest way to get the message across to children. Now, is this book part of a series or is it a standalone? This is the first book in the series. There's currently four books that have been completed. The fourth one will be released in November later this year. This is the only book in the series that really has a place. It's the origin story. It's the first of the series. Books two, three, and four, it's not a linear series, if I could say that. They're all sort of standalone stories. You meet new characters in each one. Trunks helps you know, solve different problems in each one. But it is the first one in a series of books. So do these animals actually live together in the wild? Yeah, of course. All the interactions, all the animals, all the pairings of the animals have come from actual observations in the wild. So if you take the story of Trunks Malou, you've got elephants which often feed up and down the rivers, which is where the bushbucks live. They like the thick vegetation along the riverbanks. And of course, where you have elephants, you have dung beetles. And they all sort of live together. The tertiary characters within the book are also all chosen and added in as they live together in the wild. So all the birds in the background, all the smaller animals that you'll see moving around the pages, they all live together and all the interactions are, I can say, quite real, but obviously a bit of poetic license in there. So where did the name Trunks Maloo come from? <laughs> that was quite a good one. I got a bit stuck on that, actually. The, the very first line I wrote, the first line that came to me was that there was a mighty elephant whose name was, and I got stuck. I kind of started thinking, well, what should we call this fellow? And I have no idea why, but I call my wife Malou. And her favorite animal is an elephant. And I thought, oh, hang on, I can just call the elephant Malou. And then I was like, well, he needs something else. He needs a first name in there. So I thought, what's the funnest part of the elephant? It has to be the trunk. And that's where Trunks Malou came about. Now, did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? Of course. So as I said earlier, I was a ranger for eight years in the Kruger National Park in South Africa. And I spent most of that time observing and watching animals and learning their behaviors and their interactions. So it very much was a case of drawing on that, how would you say, wealth of experience to see how can I create these stories? How can I make these characters interact in a more realistic type way? What lessons can we learn from nature and how can I take those lessons, add them to the lessons I'm trying to teach the children or trying to get the children to understand and put it all together in a big mixing pot? So what can you tell us about this genre and why you decided to write in this genre? It really was the quickest way to get a message across to a child. They enjoy it thoroughly. They're so engaged, you know, the colors and the illustrations, the expressions on the animals' faces, or on all the characters' faces across the genre. It's just fun. I enjoy it. It's easy reading. It's fun. It's a pleasure to spend that time with a child. And I thought that that would be a nice way to bond with your child or a child that you're looking after is to enjoy one of these stories together. And I thought, how fun would that be if I was able to be a part of that? 
So what's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your book? There's really two points that come to mind. The first one obviously was when, you know, the very first book shipment arrived and I was able to take a book out of the box, go straight to my children and show them. And to see them just so absorbed by this world of Trunks Malou was very special. And then the second one is actually very similar. It was the first time I saw a child I didn't know reading the Trunks Malou books. You know, in this case, the story of Trunks Malou, where I didn't know her, she didn't know me, she didn't know I existed, and she was so absorbed in this world. She was sitting there pointing at the characters, she was playing the little game at the back. You know, she was having such a good time by herself just enjoying this book. That was really special to me that an idea that I had had has become a reality in someone else's life. That was a very rewarding experience. So how would you describe your writing style? I go very much for fun and easy. I think the less complicated you can make a children's story, the easier that the children will understand it. The style I'm aiming for really is just, you know, after a long day at work, you take out the book, you enjoy it with your child. It flows nicely. It's easy to read. It's a pleasurable story. That's the sweet spot I'm aiming for. Now, your characters, are they pure fiction or did you draw from people you know in real life? I think there's an element in each of the characters that we can all recognize someone that we know. So it's not a specific person, let's say, but we've all known a bully. We've all known that hard worker. We've all known that eternal optimist. And I've sort of tried to, again, draw from that experience that I've had in the past and group these people together, find the commonalities between the bullies, let's say, and the optimists and put them together in a character. And then, of course, I've tried to combine that however I can with the actual behaviors and the nature of the animals of the characters themselves. So would you say you're a character artist or more a plot-driven writer? I would lean more towards character artists. Certainly, the stories don't come about with an end goal in mind. It really is just a case of looking at the animals and saying, which interactions can I use? How can I create a character based on these animals that actually live together in the wild and find a story within that, which will hopefully get a message across? When I get about 50% through writing the story, I should say, I can start to see the end line. The end line is a mystery for all of us as I get started. But about halfway through, I start sort of seeing where the story is going to go and I can work out the rest of the plot. But it really is all based around the characters, what characters we can create out of the animals that coexist in real life. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? Well, it's aimed for children two to eight. Three to six is the sweet spot. So anyone with children in that bracket, but I would simplify that down, specialize that into people that are trying to not just get a story out, but to teach a lesson to their child. So you're looking at parents, you're looking at grandparents of younger kids who have a love of nature, who want children to learn more about nature, who want to get involved with animals and wildlife, and at the same time, who want to try and teach their kids some of the bigger life lessons that we've all had to learn, try to make the children's journey a bit easier. So any kid who's perhaps struggling with the bully, the story of Trunks Malou would be fantastic because they can see how it all fits together, how they are important in the story too. If your child is a bully and having bullying troubles, you can also show them quite nicely. There's a simple lesson in that to teach that child that it's maybe not the way to go. Do you have a website? I do. The website is trunksmaloo.com. You can find all the hardcover books on the website, as well as plushy soft toys of all the main characters. And of course, there's a bunch of free activities there for the parents to download for the children. Coloring in type activities, join the dots, find the animals in the maze. All that sort of stuff is available free on the website as well. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Kurt J. Bertels, and he is the author of The Story of Trunks Malou. Kurt, thanks very much for being with us today. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
But this is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.